Hey everybody, welcome to Take Heart. One of my favourite passages in the whole of the Bible is John chapter 15. And Jesus uses this picture of a vine to describe not only himself, but also us. He says in John 15 verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. And if we can just unpack that just for a few minutes, I think it shows us so much of what, what it means to be a follower of Jesus. First of all, um, if this isn't pushing us too hard at, at one of the darkest days of the year in one of the hardest years we've ever lived through, um, I think it gives us a sense of wonder. And I know we spend much of our time, I know I do at the moment, just thinking and consumed with all the immediate things, all the urgent things. What tier are we going into? How are we going to do Christmas? Blah, blah, blah. All the, all the pressures that we're under at the moment. But if we can just, even just for a couple of minutes, put that stuff to one side and allow ourselves just to ponder afresh what Jesus says about who we are. I am the vine, you are the branches. What he's not saying is I am the stem and you're the branches that come off the stem. He's saying I am the whole vine and within that you are a branch of me, basically. If he was around today, he might have said something like I am the smartphone and you are the app. When you say smartphone, you think the whole phone and everything on it, and then an app is something that's a part of that. I am the vine, and you are a branch that is a part of me. He's communicating the fact that we are in him, to use the language of the New Testament from elsewhere. We are in Christ. Now, to try and understand what that means, I think is, is a journey we're going to be on forever, but um, one of the things that helps me is when I think of all the times that Beth has been pregnant over the years. Uh, you know, we each of our four boys, obviously the baby has been in the womb. And when the baby's in the womb, where Beth goes, the baby goes. She decides to go to Asda one day, the baby cannot say, I don't fancy that, I'm staying at home. If Beth decides to eat apple pie, which she seems to do a lot when she's pregnant, the baby cannot say, no apple pie for me, thank you. What Beth eats, the baby eats. Well, it's a really bad analogy, but basically we are in Jesus. And what that means is where he goes, because of the fact that we're in him, we also go. Because Jesus lives, because of the fact that we're in him, we also live. Whatever Jesus receives, and we're told in scripture that Jesus has all the spiritual blessings of heaven. Whatever Jesus receives, we also receive because we are in him. That's, that's the gospel, that's the glorious truth of our salvation. We become a part of Jesus. And so we receive all the benefits that come from being in the Son. And I, there's a part of me that thinks, oh, that's not really very practical, is it? But you know what, there's another part of me, and it's the louder part of me at the moment, that thinks, gosh, if I just started each of my days with that truth, that I'm a part of Jesus, and what he receives, I receive, and where he's invited, I'm invited, the throne room of heaven. If I just started my day like that, it might look a little different. So it gives us cause to wonder. But here's the other thing. If we look at what he's saying, I'm the vine, you're the branches. A vine was a plant and is a plant that was used in farming. You know, here in the UK, it's very rare for someone to try and grow a vine. And when we do grow them, it might be for decoration and, you know, as a hobby. But, but in Israel, certainly in those days, it was you planted the vine because you wanted the grapes. You planted it for fruit. So he's deliberately chosen here, Jesus, a plant that's used for fruit, not for decoration primarily. If he was around today, he might have said something like, I am the wheat and you are the grain. 
You know, no one just plants wheat in their back garden because it looks nice. And in that, what he's communicating to us is that we too have a purpose. You know, we're in him and so we share in all the blessings of being in Jesus, but also we're in him and Jesus is on a mission to bear fruit for the glory of his father. And so we are now a part of his mission. We belong to him and are part of the mission that he is on. And again, in the confusion and in the hecticness and the frantic nature of life, it can be so easy to get wrapped up. And it's, sometimes it's really helpful just to stand back and consider again, my life has a purpose. The purpose is to glorify God. The purpose is to build his kingdom. The way I'm going to do that is I'm going to lay down my life just as Jesus has done for me. That is my purpose. And all the other stuff um, about how that looks and what that looks in my context and you know my environment and all that stuff, yes, that needs to be worked out, but that is why I'm here to worship God and to follow him by laying down my life. And Jesus in, in, in the passage, he kind of tells us two things that are going to help us fulfill that purpose as branches and that are going to help us bear fruit, if you will. The first one is the pruning of the father. So he compares the father to the gardener who comes along and, and prunes off vines that branches that don't bear fruit. And when he finds a branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it so that it will be even more fruitful. And this idea of being pruned by the father is um, really comes from the fact that if vines are going to be effective, they have to be pruned quite vigorously. They go crazy. And I think it's a really helpful image because we too, as human beings, need quite a bit of pruning, especially when we come to know Jesus. We bring with us all the old thought patterns, all the old habits, the old behaviours from our, our previous way of life. And those need to be reshaped and pruned out of our lives. And then as we follow Jesus, we end up picking up all sorts of new bad habits and all sorts of other things from the world around us that aren't very helpful. Or if you're anything like me, you get distracted or you get super crazy busy and you end up frantic, but not really very fruitful or effective. And so the father prunes us. And it's not pleasant um, being pruned. Doesn't sound like a fun thing, does it? Um, another way of putting it might be that he disciplines us. He puts his finger on stuff and he says, hey, this isn't it. And just be careful of that. And you, you need to stop doing that. And, and I know for me, the temptation can be to kind of almost resist that, um, rebel against it. But that when we have that as an attitude, we miss the heart of the father in it. The gardener doesn't come along chopping off branches just for the sake of it, but because he understands if the branch is to fulfill its purpose then pruning is a necessary part of that. And in the same way, the father's commitment to us is, is that we would thrive. He, his desire for us is that we would live lives that, that glorify him and that leave behind them a legacy, having built his kingdom of impacting people for Jesus. And because that is his heart and his desire, he will call us on stuff. He will challenge us on stuff and he will stimulate us to grow in certain areas uh, a little bit like think of it like a coach who gets gets beside a young player and says look you're good but i want you to be great you know i want you to be playing top flight and so because of that i'm going to say this is what you need to be working on and i've been trying to in my own life to see those things where i feel like god's putting his finger on something as an opportunity you know not as a punishment because that's not what it is but as an opportunity to grow and to get better 
and to step into the calling that he has for each of us, really. So Jesus says the father will prune you and we never get beyond that. You know, if, he's, if we bear fruit, he'll prune us more so that we'll bear even more fruit. And here's the second thing that helps with being fruitful is Jesus says, abide in me, abide in the son. And the way that he puts it in John 5 is, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. I love that. I want to say to him, nothing. I can't bear any fruit, not even one little tiny grape. No, can't do anything. If you're disconnected from me like a branch that's just been chopped out of the vine, then you're not going to be bearing any fruit. Because all the life, all the strength, all that has the quality of eternity in it, comes from him he is no ordinary teacher he's god almighty so without him we got nothing that's the warning and we want to take the warning to heart but the promise we also want to take that to heart too which is this but if you remain in me you will bear much fruit so the qualification for bearing fruit is not our skill set it's not being perfect it's not having everything together having it all worked out being courageous, being like some of those people that we admire, the qualification for bearing fruit in the kingdom of God is connection to him. It's being close to him. The mission is not something that's separate. It's part of the vine. It's part of Jesus. And one thing that can help a vine grow is to have a trellis, a structure that it can grow along. One thing that can help us with our connection with Jesus is just developing a trellis of habit a structure, if you will, that helps us each and every day touch base with him, listen to him, worship him and talk to him. And as we do that, the inevitable consequence is that our lives will bear fruit. I'm the vine, he says. You are the branches. God bless.